Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me is Steve Haynes. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing funky. Actually, I have a story that I want to tell because I haven't told anybody this yet. Well, go right ahead because I have nothing. Okay. I have nothing. All I've been doing is reading this book. It has nothing to do with the book at all. It was just something that happened yesterday. You know how cats get their zoomies? They're like their periods where they're just like crazy. They go crazy. They jump. Yeah, they, they go just bananas. go nuts. Pepper, my cat, uh, had had that little phase for about an hour yesterday. And there was one point where I got up off the couch and he saw me get up off the couch and he just like booked it down the hallway. And when he booked it, he shit himself. <laughs> As he was ready? As he was running, like a little like mid like pellet of poop just uh, shot out of his butt. Like and a speed boost. Like a speed boost. Dropped a couple pounds, shed a couple pounds, and took and off. He, and he stopped, and we both looked at each other. Like, he was as surprised as I was <laughs> when he did it. And I thought it was amazing. That's um, incredible. I don't well, think people, I've... there you have it. That's chapter 33. Chapter 33, everybody. I mean, 34. 34. <laughs> Hey, I mean, what else is your own podcast for if not to tell people about when your pet poops? That's <laughs> I mean, you got to tell someone. That's amazing. I've never seen it happen. Anyways, uh, yes, we are going into chapter 34 today for The Last Village. We we are <laughs> reaching the end of the uh, Magical Mystery Random Mat Tour. Uh, so it seems. So it seems so far. They're, they're reaching, they're getting close to Camelin, so... Right at the stop, start here. They're reaching a town called Crazeford. Something that, Crazeford. Crazeford. Something that I've noticed, like as they get closer and closer to Camlin, is like people are just becoming rougher and more mean and more spiteful. Now I don't know mm-hmm. if this is kind of like in the theme of, um, you know, how I mentioned. Can't remember it was a uh, yesterday's episode or a couple episodes before where Robert Jordan had, kind of has this idealistic. Uh, interpretation of town life, vi- village life, if you will. Like yeah, you see absolutely. In, the in villages Emmonsfield. are always very, very peaceful. Yeah, exactly. So as they get, as these guys are getting closer and closer to Camelin, which is a city, they're starting to see more and more people just not, not represent those values so well. You know. So I don't know yeah, if that's a little, little rougher like, around the edges, but just more people in general as well, too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's like some sort of commentary that Robin Jordan's trying to put into kind of like city life. You know how Tolkien kind of resented resented uh, like industrialism and that mm-hmm. sort of big, uh, big corporate mindset of like city life. And I think this is kind of like reminiscing, rem- reminiscent to to that theme. same sort of thing yeah exactly and like it's even said here as they like pass from town to town to town is that people hate strangers like nobody's willing to ha- hand out work like wh- a couple because we know that strangers are dark friends or at least presumed dark friends right always that's the uh, another thing is that there's so many people on this road right now because so many people are going to camelin to go see logan see that false dragon see that false dragon get him how many times can you see a false dragon Pro- i i'm guessing that this is probably gonna end up being I mean, probably quite a, quite a few 
probably, I saw probably... two towers three times. <laughs> so, I mean, I... false dragon. You think you could at least see? You could at least see that three, four times. Oh yeah, go with absolutely. different people. <laughs> yeah, you want to get a, a good, robust round of opinions of like what you just saw together. And it's the event of the of the season of the year. Yeah, the, you know, Edmonds Fielders have. I don't know if you can hear that. There's there's a car outside, beeping. You might have to hear no. that. Sorry, folks. I mean, I anyways. Didn't hear yeah, they're getting to they're getting to go see Logan. Part of me thinks that this is going to be disappointing. Do you know what I mean? Logan. Yeah, seeing Logan is going to be disappointing because they're it building is. it just, up. And, like it's just going to be a bunch of people just throwing clumps of shit at a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that disappointing? I don't know. You be the judge. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, going in to, as they keep traveling, they're traveling in tonight, and they reach this next village. This is, the, I, I guess this is the quote-unquote last village that they're that they're reaching. Um, they When they come into the village, they see it's it's night out i think it's raining i think that's part of the part of the the vibe that's going on but they see an inn another inn uh once again another inn another round innkeeper (laughs) um so they see this inn before they go in they see these two bizarre looking characters uh one guy is kind of this nervous guy that's uh talking to this creepy looking dude and Rand gets a feel for like gets a dark feeling from this guy so he thinks it's a fade he thinks it's a fade it could be a fade i think fades would have it'd be i mean now it's that i'm thinking fade. yeah it's probably a fade i was just i was oh, thinking it's absolutely a fade you better believe it i was just thinking like is it possible for a fade to like slip in and out of towns like unnoticed? And then I went back and then I just thought of Tom in, in white bridge and how he was able, how a fade was able to get right in the center of town without being noticed whatsoever. So yeah, obviously they can, they can pop in and out, but it's, it's also shown that fades, they have, it's not like, it's not like everybody's consumed by a darkness or anything like that. It's more like, there's like bribing involved, you know, like they need people to join their cause and they're, they just kind of sweeten the deal. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if, if you work for us, the dark, uh, the dark one will make it easier on you. So I, there's, if you think back to like the, the kid that walked into the tavern and uh, that chapter ago or two chapters ago, um, he, that kid was also nervous when he saw Rand and Matt. You know, real nervous, real nervous. So he was a terrible dark friend. He was a terrible, real, real bad. So I, uh, I don't think it's an there's an inherent evil in all these people that are being dark friends, but there is inherent evil. I think that girl is one of those ones that's like inherent evil. The one that tried to stab Matt, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's inherent evil. But the other guy, like that, seems like he was just told what to do and he couldn't do anything about it. You know, he couldn't resist the sweet treat. Exactly. The temptation. Um, during this, uh, the fade goes away from this conversation and they see a guy that's by a wagon and he's talking. He starts talking to the innkeep and he starts grilling him. Like, why were you talking to that guy? You know, what's, what's going on? And he's like, oh, he says that he's from four kings and he's he's uh, looking for this. Uh, these two 
thieves that stole his Heron Mark sword. That don't that doesn't mean anything. Actually, you know what? I hate that bit. I'm done with that bit. <laughs> sword definitely means something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're 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 on the fence. I don't know if it does. <laughs> well, at this point, they're at this point they're now referring to the sword as what did they say was on it? It's just Heron marked, like it's yeah it's Heron a, marked. Yeah, the Heron marked sword, and um, I'm surprised that they've gotten so far in this story without kind of going into the origins of the sword at all. Because you think by now that like balls well, because the sword dream. didn't mean anything. That's I, why I, we're not in the origins. I know it doesn't. We will find out eventually that it means everything. And we will get the origins. Yeah, it's actually the uh, Balzamon's soul is stuck in the sword, and he had to throw it off a cliff. They throw it into Mordor this entire time. So spoilers. <laughs> so um, they random Matt overhear the conversation, and they're like, "Oh, this they they're this guy's after us, so we can't really stay in this town either." But Matt's tired. Rand's tired. They they really they need to sleep. They need to sit. They need to like relax for a couple of minutes because they've been walking from town to town to town in the pouring rain, in haystacks, in horse poo. It's been oh, yeah. miserable. It's been miserable. So miserable. And the guy with the wagon, he notices the two. And I believe I believe the conversation is just to the effect of. Hey, I'm going this way. And we're they're like, let's go. Can we come with you? Yeah, well, of course, he's going to Camelin because everyone's going there. Everybody's going and there. And they hitch a ride. I believe that man's name is Bunt. Yeah, Bunt. Uh, like, I don't know. I, I, Adam Bunt. I don't know. I don't know his first name, but I got Bunt written down. He's and, Bunt. And, uh... This pre- this kind of leads into the end of the chapter, but a great part here is Bunt is kind of giving a little bit of exposition. Just yeah, Bunt's a little got bit. something to say. Bunt's got something to say, but it's it's hard to make sense of exactly what's going on because we haven't met any of these characters that he's talking about. We don't know their We've heard a lot about the Queen. And we've yeah. seen the Queen's Guard as well, too, and heard a lot of the Queen's Realm. <clears throat> yeah. So he starts talking about Queen Mor- Morgays. Yeah, Queen Morgays. And talking about how she has an Aes Sedai advisor. Yeah. Named Alida. Yep, yep. Alida. I agree with these names. (laughs) And he's just kind of going over kind of the... um, the political strife. He's not really, t- it's not really like he's telling them this. He's just more like talking to himself and like his experience and his opinions about what this whole, th- what all this is going on. What is going on in Camelin with the Queen's sort of family and the drama that's involved there. Well, he and gives he- a little bit of a royal history. Yeah, of exactly. what's going on. You know what I mean? It would, like, it would be like if I was like, you know, uh, that one guy married uh, Kate Middleton. Right, and then yeah. the other guy married the actress from Suits. <laughs> you know, it'd be like that, just with way more detail. It's just imagine that with way more detail. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a couple of good points here that he makes. Like, I think it's the son and daughter of the queen in Camelot of the queen's realm. It's tradition that the daughter goes to train at, to be an Aes Sedai, and the son goes to trains to be a warder. It's a traditional. Oh, thing. It's tradition. As is tradition, um, which is interesting 
considering like how many people like don't like Aes Sedai's or Warders, but I guess it's just like this is this what has happened for thousands of years. We're gonna keep doing it this way. He also mentions that the daughter uh has disappeared like during her training or coming back from her training or going to her training and the son has died uh before he yeah. became, become a, a warder and, and their names are luke right and yep. key grain yeah something like that i'm i'm Tell leaving me. it all to you <laughs> i've got names all right and um yeah, son dies. He some he died somewhere out in the blight, and there's this uh, power vacuum that's been created uh, because now the queen doesn't have any heirs. A bunch of like factions of families are trying are all kind of like behind the scenes vying with each other to see who gets that heir. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as he's explaining this, um, Rand is as confused as we are, and he falls asleep. <laughs> and yeah. And- I almost did the same thing after this chapter, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and he falls asleep into just a straight-up bread and cheese dream. Not a good dream just at horrible all. horrible bread and just, cheese nightmares. Like Egwene's flesh, like, falling off of her face. Oh, yeah. the 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 uh, A mirror draw with the heads of Moraine and, uh, and uh, Lan just riding around. I think um, Matt and Perrin are in Gwaine. Uh, are being like tugged by the horse behind the mirror draw with their hands cuffed or something like that. But Tom is there and Tom is there. Tom is there. He's, he's playing his little flute. You know, he's got, he's singing a song, but he says, he says a line to Rand. Speaks his truth, speaks his wisdom. Speaks his wisdom. He says a cryptic line here that I don't know where it will go, but it's cryptic. Nonetheless, he says, queen is wed to the land. The dragon is one with the land. And the land is one with the dragon. So. Mm, I don't know what that means. I don't know what to extrapolate from that. Dragon is one with the land. I don't know. The queen thing th- throws me off. But if the queen. If he's talking about a queen. Then probably we're going to be. In, we're going to be involved with the royal court of. The dragon is part of the royal family. Mm. Rand is the dragon. The queen. Mm. Rand is part of the royal family somehow. I don't know. Maybe it's the queen and the dragon are supposed to be wedded together. You know, the dragon is the dragon's I supposed think the to. Queen's represent. way older than the than Rand. Rand's the dragon, right? Like Rand's uh, the, be the dragon. Well, so far everybody thinks Logan's the dragon. We don't know how old he is. Yeah, but I mean, Rand's got to be the dragon. I'm just thinking like. Like, think about it. Queen is wed to the land. The dragon is one with the land. And the land is one with the dragon. So the dragon's supposed to represent the people. And... But there is a dragon, right? Someone's a dragon? Everyone keeps claiming they're a dragon, but someone is. That doesn't necessarily mean that the queen is going to be Queen Morghese. Like, a queen could be different. That's true. You know? Maybe somebody else becomes a queen. And Rand marries that person. That's, That's kind of the... That's what I'm Queen trying to extrapolate. Maybe Queen Egwene. Queen Egwene. Because the, aren't the queens like... They're trained in Aes Sedai stuff. They have Aes Sedai advisors. They have Aes Sedai. On their another royal thing, council. Another thing that I was thinking about with the Aes Sedai is... Uh, everybody hates Aes Sedai. For the most part, from everything that I've seen. But... You can't trust them. You can't trust them. But at the same point, 
all the royal guards or like uh royal houses they have a sedai it's like one of those things of like it's like a nuclear weapon you don't want them but you wouldn't be caught dead without them yeah you gotta have them you gotta have them. them yeah everybody else has them um the dream culminates with uh rand waking up and then a raven on top of his chest and then the raven then uh plucks his eye out and then he actually wakes as up. the raven does <laughs> as a raven does uh and he actually wakes up and that's when they finally reach Camelin, and that's where we end our chapter today finally finally after, after like 20 chapters 20 chapters i think from the beginning of the book that's always been kind of the goal to get to Camelin. yeah because what happens after Camelin? what's is there where's the Camelin road continue the Camelin, i think after Camelin road was going like it's called after Camelin road it's called <laughs> highway nine <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, that's it for today. That's that's where we leave off. So hopefully, you know, Tom comes and meets them there because I'm still waiting. <laughs> I hope he's he's coming back. I guarantee you, he's back. He's gonna come oh, back. Yeah. He's coming. All right, thank you all for listening, and we will see you for chapter 35 tomorrow. Camelin.